Welcome back to 50% Cancer. Today, we'll be talking about scars, scar care, and some products to take care of your thyroid surgery scars. For today's episode, I'm more so going to focus on the after part of having a thyroidectomy or thyroid cancer surgery scar. However, there are a lot of things we could talk about just on surgery choices and the scars those methods leave behind. To sum all that up without talking about it, I don't care if you have a huge scar all the way across your neck. I don't care if you have a tiny scar hidden in a crease in your neck. I don't even care if you had a surgery that was scarless and I can't see your scar. All of these options still meant you had thyroid cancer or suspected cancer that needed to come out of your body so you could be healthy and live your life. Cancer is cancer and not having the traditional thyroid cancer scar across your neck does not make you any less or your cancer any less a part of the club. We are all in this together. And the community I want to continue cultivating does not have room for people who are offended or judgmental of someone's decision to have less of a visible scar or not. Scars are just like people. Each one is unique, and that's part of the beauty of cancer. Now to get into it. Something new I have learned about since starting all of this thyroid cancer advocacy work is something called a keloid. A keloid is a raised scar that is left over after everything has healed. It's caused by an excess amount of protein during healing. Usually, they aren't harmful or cancerous, but you might find yours unattractive. It could be bumpy or lumpy or ridged. Sometimes, a keloid can become itchy or painful. If you think you might have one, please head to a skin doctor to get it checked out and ruled out as skin cancer. There are many different methods in case you want to minimize the look of your keloid. Chat with your doctor about the best one for you. But remember, they are totally normal. It's all just a part of the process, and while it's not the most fun part of the process, It's still something that might happen. Regardless of the type of scar, massage and sunscreen are two ways to help your scar heal. The American Thyroid Association says that gentle massage can help flatten the scar tissue, making a smoother appearance. You can use vitamin E oil, cocoa butter, skin cream, or brand name products like Mederma to lubricate the skin during massage. However, none of those moisturizers have been proven to improve scars. It is more likely that the pressure from the massage itself helps to flatten the scar and even your skin out. They recommend massaging your scar daily for at least two months, but make sure to wait about two weeks after your surgery once everything is healed up and you're not going to open up your incision and then you can start massaging your scar. All incisions are sensitive to sunlight. The ultraviolet light of the sun and tanning booths will darken your scar area in the first year. Always use sunscreen. It's very important that all scars are protected from the sun. Scars that become sunburnt can remain red and unsightly for a long time, and perhaps even permanently. It's very important to use sunscreen on all scars, especially new scars that haven't finished maturing yet. Think of them like babies who don't look like their final adult selves yet, so you really want to help them have a healthy (laughs) childhood to grow up and be a nice-looking scar. They also recommend sunblocks that contain zinc oxide or titanium dioxide. Those are preferred because they physically block the sun rather than relying on chemicals to absorb the ultraviolet radiation from the sun. Also, since they are not chemicals, they tend to not irritate healing incisions. I hope this doesn't seem like a radical idea to you, but please use sunscreen and avoid tanning beds. You already had one type of cancer, why willingly give yourself another? While we're talking about skin cancer, I highly encourage getting a skin check with a dermatologist. I was really nervous, um, but I went in for one because of a scar on my shoulder that seemed suspicious. Ended up being fine, just a non-cancerous lump of tissue, but they encouraged a full body check. 
It was actually a really great experience. During my appointment, two spots on my back were circled as suspicious and photos of them were taken. So now every year we can compare them to the old photos and see how they have changed, if at all. So please use sunscreen. I know that we can forget and I myself totally do at times, but especially with your newer scars, take care of them. Now moving more to scar products. So bio oil is something that I've heard a lot about recently, but I didn't hear anything about it at the time of my original thyroidectomy or at the time of my second thyroid surgery, which was a few years after. Bio oil is a cosmetic oil made to reduce the appearance of scars. According to Healthline, studies show that the oil can reduce scars, possibly due to the high vitamin E content. However, Research on the effectiveness of vitamin E in treating acne and healing scars is mixed and ultimately inconclusive. Bio-oil claims to work best on scars that are three years old or less and are not keloid scars. So there's some specifics in who can use it. Bio-oil is basically a vitamin super oil and it shows some promise in reducing scars, but it has not been widely studied yet. A two-ounce bottle will cost you a little less than $10. In another article from Healthline called The 7 Best Scar Creams, they rank Moderma's Advanced Scar Gel the best scar cream overall. This product also claims to be the number one doctor and pharmacist recommended brand for scars. This one is a little spendier at about $15 for 0.7 ounces. However, Moderma is only a once-a-day product, and BioOil is a twice-a-day product. So, BioOil is less, but you need to be using it more, so it might not last you as long. And Moderma costs a little bit more, but it might last you longer. I'll also share this article, The 7 Best Scar Creams, on our Facebook page, which is just 50% cancer, and you can find that after listening to this podcast. There are also a ton of other scar creams out there. Moderma and BioOil are just the two that I've heard the most about. And if you're not listening from the United States, you might have other things that are way more common than these two products. So definitely just do your research. Don't believe in big claims right away. Make sure to read reviews. And of course, you can always ask your doctor or your surgeon what they would recommend. That's always a good idea is to ask, you know, directly from the source. Personally, Moderma is what I used, and I do think that it made a difference. I used it fairly religiously after my two surgeries in middle and high school. It was just a clear gel that I applied every day, or every day that I remembered. However, now being more than five years out of any surgery I had, I am a bit more lax with my scar health. I definitely could be using sunscreen more on my scars. I usually remember to at least put extra sunscreen on my scars and neck and chest area. Your skin is thinner on your chest, so it's easier to burn. And I'm also quite a fair-skinned lady, (laughs) and so I know that I burn easier than others. There are also other things you can do to minimize the appearance of your scar, Um, and some of these would include like surgical methods or ways of minimizing it that you can't just do on your own. It's hard to recommend what to do in that situation because I'm just so used to my scars now that, I mean, I've said I even get surprised when people point them out and I'll be like, what do you mean? What's on my neck? It can be a really big thing to get over and to just be self-confident with and to not let it bother you or to not let it feel like awkward when people ask you questions about it or notice it. I think personally that that's all just part of the process and part of kind of this cross that we have to bear being a thyroid cancer survivor or a cancer survivor or just thyroid disease and having surgery. But if you really feel like you need to do something about it, talk to your doctor, talk to your surgeons. You know, there are options out there to cosmetically help it and help your scar and help you be the best you that you can be. Sometimes it's kind of a neat little, you know, weird calling card between us of spotting other survivors. But like I mentioned before, if you don't have a scar, you're still a part of this group. I still, I at least still want you here and still love you and still want to support you. If you want to do something about your scar, do it. 
don't let anybody else stop you if that's what you want to do. Just make sure you're doing it safely. To be honest, I usually don't even notice my scars now. They don't stick out to me anymore like they used to. They become a piece of me and my body. I've talked in previous episodes that I've been bullied for them or that, you know, I was scared of how they turned out or I was upset at them at first. I really believe that you'll get used to them as time goes on. It really just becomes another piece of you and kind of like an extension of yourself. Also, some of yours are super badass and they're like, they're huge, but they look really cool. Like they just, I'm so proud of you for wearing that every day. And even when, you know, you don't really have a choice in wearing it every day. Um, So even when, you know, you get upset about it or you get questions or you don't know what to think about it, remember that it means that you survived and you made it past something that threatened you and, you know, stopped you dead in your tracks, but you're still here. And that's really awesome. In this episode of 50% Cancer, we talked about the importance of protecting your thyroid surgery scar and how sunscreen and massage might be able to help. We also talked about a few products you can use to minimize the appearance of your scar. We also covered that no matter what your scar looks like, you're still a thyroid cancer survivor, fighter, whatever, and you have the same right to be a part of this community as anyone else here. I hope this was helpful. I know that I didn't really go too far in depth on any one topic, but I'm hoping that that leaves room for more conversations about scars and scar health and even surgery methods. So if you have more scar questions, please head to our Instagram or Facebook and ask away. If I don't answer it right away, I will definitely be saving it for an episode to talk about. The next episode of 50% Cancer will be coming out later this month or early January. I'm taking a mini break to get season two ready for you. I'll be having a few guests share their experiences with thyroid cancer, which I'm super excited about. Please keep up with us on social media, as I will still be posting and I'll still be there. Bye!